What is going on everybody? My name is Nico and welcome to the chat. I'm here with Rico and Toby on the end of the chat gaming podcast where we talk all things video games every week. This episode is going up a day late because we're, we got busy over the weekend. So this video is going up on Tuesday instead of Monday, but normally we go up on Mondays on podcast services like Spotify and Google Podcasts as well as on YouTube for a video format. And this is actually an interesting episode because this is our first episode where we, we're not talking like an overall topic. We're actually reviewing a game because it's something we've all been playing. So we're going to come together and, and talk about this particular game today. And not, not just a game. Like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like pretty much all our podcasts up to this point have been somewhat focused on like PlayStation and Microsoft. This is the first one that's somewhat more Nintendo focused. Well, it's exclusively Nintendo focused because we're talking about Pokemon oh. Unite and it's only available on Switch until uh September, Comes the mobile, mobile version. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into all of that, housekeeping for you guys. Like I said, we're on podcast services, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on Google Podcasts, all that fun stuff. I I honestly don't know if we're on Apple Podcasts yet. We're supposed to be, but I doubt it. But on the YouTube channel this week, I had my custom Xbox Design Lab controller come in. I made a video unboxing that and showing off Design Lab a little bit. I also have a video that went up this week talking about Skyward Sword HD and if it is worth picking up on the Nintendo Switch. We all came together and played Pokemon Unite on the channel. And then I also reviewed Death's Door, which honestly, if you have an Xbox and you don't have Death's Door, what are you doing? It's freaking phenomenal it's it's a must play it's honestly it honestly i'm gonna talk about it a little bit later so i'll hold myself i'll hold myself back because we're gonna talk before we get into the review we'll quickly talk about what we've been playing this week we're gonna kick it to rico first let's see obviously uh part of the main topic uh of discussion for this podcast of course i've been playing a lot of pokemon unite more than i thought i would uh go back into a little bit of ghost of shima uh for a video that'll be going up uh later and then i played a little bit more of that just because Love that game. Uh, then what else, really? Uh, Monster Stories 2. Been playing a little bit more of that. I found time. And really, I think that's it. I might be missing a game or two, but as far as I know, those are the main ones I've been playing. Toby, what about you? What are we playing? Ah, uh, well, I've been playing a little bit of Blood Roots. Um, and a little bit of Chris Tales, but not too much of that. I haven't had much time. Other than my generic, like, smite that I always play, nothing too crazy new. I've been busy lately. But you did get a PS5. I did. It's I, about I it time. Welcome to the crew, man. Welcome to the crew. Well, thank man you. Finally, man finally joined us. He's now finally won with Next Gen. Well, you know, to be fair, Toby and I both have the Next Gen Xbox and PlayStation. You're the one that's a little behind the game there, Rico. Yeah. <laughs> eat my harry Potter rican ass <laughs> <laughs> but me what have i been playing this week a ton of pokemon unite i am a freaking addicted to this game i've been playing a ton of that we'll get into that here in a second but also i've been playing death's door and i have been playing a little bit of blood roots like toby has because that came out on game pass been diving into that but yeah death's door has been the big one that i've been playing outside of you know my usual rotation of games and good lord i i had been hearing stuff about this game for a while i had heard about it on podcasts and stuff and i just decided i'd pick it up it's not on game pass which surprised me because it's an xbox exclusive so that kind of threw me off but it's only 20 bucks and it's like a top down classic zelda with some dark souls hollow knight elements 
the, it, the just the overall theme of the game and the soundtrack and the way it plays seriously it's a must buy on xbox it's in the running it's easily top five games of the year uh, there's a fly there's a fly <laughs> easily it's in the top five games i've played this year so it, it's i highly recommend it but we will get onto the topic of the show reviewing pokemon unite on the nintendo switch and we all have different levels of MOBA experience. So I'm going to kick it around. All of us can talk about our experience with the MOBAs because if you didn't know, Pokemon Unite is a MOBA, which is something that I don't think anybody was asking for, but nobody's upset that we got. So I'm going to kick it to Toby first. What do you, what's your MOBA experience? Tell us about your history with MOBAs. Uh, I've played a lot. <laughs> you, you sound like an you sound like an addict who just recovered and is now like i had a problem so i start i mean i started with league of legends back in season three uh what are we on now like season 10 I, I don't you. know i quit recently so i don't know but then i played a little bit of dota 2 in between there i've played heroes of the storm I play Smite now as my main MOBA, and now I'm playing Pokemon Unite here and there. So I've been a little bit all over the board for MOBAs. Enrico, what about you? <laughs> Go ahead and tell us your history with MOBAs. Fucking none. <laughs> <laughs> I have had zero experience with MOBAs. The closest experience I've had to MOBAs, I did like try like like emphasis on try like i didn't even put an hour into it try smite like years ago and i just couldn't get the grasp of it and then other than that the closest thing i had to moe's would be whenever i saw my brother uh playing league of legends with you guys basically so really pokemon unite is my first actual real moba that i've played a lot into <laughs> and myself hi i'm nico i'm a former league of legends addict Hello, Nico. <laughs> I played League of Legends religiously for like five years. I started with Toby back in season three, and I played it a lot. We had a whole crew of us that played back in high school, and we loved it. And then the game got super toxic, and it made our friend group get really toxic. So I just quit playing the game all around. I just left it behind me. I still play Smite. I played Smite off and on for years, and I still played occasionally with Toby over on Xbox. It's probably my favorite MOBA, or was my favorite MOBA. And now we're back to Pokemon Unite, and I thought I had ditched this addiction, but it's back. <laughs> it's back. I, I thought I was out, and Nintendo pulled me back in. It, I, I really thought I was out and away from it, but Pokemon Unite has pulled me back in, and I'm loving this game. So I'm going to kick it to Rico. What do you think so far? As someone who's never played a MOBA, what are your initial impressions of Pokemon Unite? Do, 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 do. He's back. He fixed it. Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, okay, yeah, Tony's actually moving. I thought he was frozen for a second. <laughs> but no, he was just standing still like a statue. Like, do, do, do. <laughs> Minor technical difficulties, Rico lagged out there. But back to the question, Rico, what are your thoughts of Pokemon Unite as someone who's never, has no MOBA experience at all? Well, first off, it definitely my attention, and I feel like it's part of the reason why you're addicted too, is that it's a MOBA with the Pokemon theme, which, you know, you wouldn't think anyone would have thought of, but someone did, and it works surprisingly well. Now, my thoughts on it as a MOBA. I know next to shit about MOBAs. <laughs> but I have to say, if I did know something about MOBAs, 
this one's really easy and accessible. Like, you can hop in, you go through just a very, like, brief tutorial, and it's not hard to get the grasp of the game, really. I mean, you pick a Pokemon, each one fills a certain role, and then you level up as the game goes on, which I'm pretty sure that's the case for all MOBAs, mm -hmm. I'm yep. pretty sure. Yep. And then, you know, get different moves and stuff, but it's only just, like, two moves, which is easy like, bounce out, you figure out which moves work best together, and really, it's not hard to understand, like, from, from my perspective, at least, when I look at a MOBA, I almost look at it in the terms of, like, when it comes to team building, like, almost like Overwatch, it's like, you know, you need uh, so many attackers, uh, yeah. some, like, all-rounders, a defender, at least, so I kind of think of it like that, it's like, oh, okay, this isn't, like, too hard to comprehend, and I don't know what it is about the gameplay, but it's addictive, it's super simple, but addictive, is this what you guys went through? Yes, yeah, I yeah. think <laughs> I think what makes this one so much, so addictive, is that it's quick, like, in terms of yeah. a normal MOBA, you're going through and the games can take anywhere from 15 minutes to like an hour long where this one it's counting down rather than counting up on the timer so you yeah. only have 10 minute games yeah i was gonna mention that like this is only like 10 minute games so like really you could just like with almost any free time you have if you got like 10 minutes you can hop in get at least one game in and you're good to go <laughs> yeah toby what are your thoughts i mean rico hit the majority of it if we're being honest but i mean i think it's a pretty good game i wish there were a few things in it but that's because i've played the standard MOBA over and over and over and i like that standard let's just siege that other team's base type of gameplay from a moba so i wish that they had a game mode like that but i'm not upset with that game itself yeah so for me i like i i'm into this mainly because i'm the pokemon guy i love pokemon and this game had my attention simply because of that fact i've had a history with mobas so hopping into it it's it's a blast i love it like rico said it's very easily accessible it's very easy for new players to get in and do stuff there are only two moves per pokemon and then they have an ultimate attack as well as their basics so they have three active abilities and then they have their basic attack and i think that's mainly because this game was going to eventually get ported to mobile that that would just be easier on the touch controls that's my best guess yeah so it makes it, some it, sense. it's very easy to get into because of that but it's also very different than other uh mobas on the market because it's not about sieging enemy bases and like leveling up and going back and getting items because you take all the items with you into the game you don't get you know gold and go and buy items and stuff like that you're killing enemy pokemon in the jungle or capturing technically i suppose you'd say you're capturing enemy pokemon in the jungle and then you're going to the different bases throughout the enemy side of the map and you're scoring and that's how you win the game it's based on a score and it's not based on you know destroying their base like something in uh smite or league of legends or something like that yeah like it's like a really simple gameplay you score you take out wild pokemon you score you defend from the enemy or try and take them out there's like, it's simple, but there's still, like, quite a bit of strategy that goes into it, really. Like, what paths to take and backing people up, uh, depending on what Pokemon you pick, like, who you'd best pair up with. Like, say a defender going with a really good attacker, top path, something like that. Yeah, it, it's so cute seeing a new MOBA player come into <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, like, it. it's very much, especially right now, it's very much... A lot of new players like you're you're playing a lot and people are just picking pokemon because that's their favorite pokemon like there's no thought in the team select right now it's just people 
picking stuff and going in. And I've noticed that over the last week since the game came out, there has already started to be a sort of meta developing where the more experienced players are kind of telling people, hey, this is kind of how this works. This is what we're going to have to pick if we want to win. And slowly I'm seeing more people you know select roles in the menu select and you know call out where they're going and there's becoming a more established method the fly is back <laughs> there's a more established uh kind of setup when you go into the games and i'm really liking just seeing the progression because for most pokemon players well a lot of pokemon players there's the casual pokemon players but the hardcore pokemon players that's like one of the only games they play they play pokemon so them coming into something like this and becoming familiar with something that they'd never participated in before, there's definitely going to be some, you know, kind of learning curves for these players. And I like seeing the transition already in just the first week of people starting to understand how the hell the, a game like this works. Yeah, people are definitely starting to learn. And while also learning how to play the game, you also sort of start to see... More like the ones who are just like hopping. It's like, ooh, new Pokemon game and it's free. Let me try it out. And yeah. then they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And I think like they already, from what I can tell, are really being supportive of this game, which I like. I really like that because on Twitter already, they put out a survey for anyone to answer. You know, you can give your thoughts on the games and different aspects of it. And then on top of that, they've already announced the next two characters. Blastoise is coming to the game as well as uh, Gardevoir. So there's already new characters being announced and stuff being added to this game. So I'm really liking that. But to kind of break down everything a little more in depth, there is the traditional 5v5 that most people are familiar with in the other MOBA games. That is the base game mode. That's like the ranked game mode. That's how where you're going to play most of your games. However, there is also a quick play rotation that you can do after hitting, I believe it was level 8. And that opens up the 4v4 and the 3v3 game modes that are on a daily rotation. And those are really fun because they're in like five minute game intervals. So you can hop in and play those really quick and you're leveling up and you're getting really powerful really fast. I think that one's a lot of fun as well. But the traditional 5v5 mode is really good. There's what, five different Pokemon types, correct? There's all-rounders, speedsters, attackers, supports, and defenders. Yeah, five. Unless you want to break up their subcategories, because there's like ranged defenders and melee defenders. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with the big, the color on the card. <laughs> okay, yeah, the okay. Big, the big, pretty color in the background. Yeah. So there's like five main categories of Pokemon, and all the Pokemon are divided up into these, and they fill different roles. In the, just like in any other game, you know, you had your tanks, your warriors, your you know adcs or hunters depending whatever game you're playing the pokemon fill the exact same roles and it that's what i'm talking about in terms of you know seeing people the more experienced mobile players kind of develop the meta they're showing people hey this is what this character is meant to do here's how you play it and you see people kind of adapt to that yeah it's very interesting especially when you see like uh you know different comps that people sort of develop like you'd think people go for more like more balanced build but i've gone up against teams where it's like half of the team is attackers or like all-rounders and they'd have like no defenders or speedsters yeah or and it, like i that. think i think that definitely comes to the same deal that you know overwatch had at launch where everybody played you know like tracer and reaper everybody played the attackers nobody wanted to play <sighs> defenders and that's where you get people that are going to start just filling roles and getting because they'll probably implement some sort of system where you get rewards and stuff or you know playing certain roles because your team isn't filling that but it reminds me a lot of like 
I think there is a system in place like that. But I I definitely think that it's having the same kind of, you know, like growing pains that a game like Overwatch had. Yeah, you can definitely see it show. But yeah, I do see them like adding something where it's like maybe you get like you maybe like have like missions or something for like playing so many games or doing something as a certain role and stuff like that. Because this one thing I do kind of like about this game, it does offer a lot of like reward, like free to play rewards, which that was like the one of the things I was worried about with this being a free game is like how like free is it really? Which so far it's actually like pretty decently free. You don't really have to invest any money at all into this and that's another question we can ask you know have you guys put any money in because i definitely have i bought the battle pass and then i spent 20 bucks because they were doubling the amount of in-game currency so i bought a bunch of the characters off the bat yeah i i did uh do i didn't get the battle pass but i did do like the 20 bucks for the whatever is like those gym things and then i just got some of the characters that like i really wanted mainly like some of the ones you couldn't really uh already get for free so i got like uh lucario and garchomp because those were two of my favorites um then also had to get uh the the throat goat cramorant <laughs> and <laughs> and then uh gang guard so those were like all the ones i got with that because like i pretty much broke it down as like all the other ones i can just work towards getting towards mm -hmm. those for free toby and you yeah i have not spent a time on this game and are you happy with the free offerings I mean, I am, especially, like, so I was able to buy my first Pokemon, like, maybe five games after. Yeah. Because if you do all the tutorials, they give you, like, 800 coins per tutorial you do. So mm -hmm. there's really no reason not to sit down and at least, like, learn the objective of the game. Because they're giving you stuff to buy your next character. Yeah. So yeah. I think that they're doing a really good job with it, so far, at least. I will the, say... The game definitely rewards you a lot yeah it definitely it did, rewards you a there lot. are a lot of challenges and stuff you can do like the daily challenges the daily login rewards things like that there are a couple elements that i do want to see changed in the outside not necessarily in the gameplay manner but the like currently right now there's a bunch of like you know it's the game just launched so there's like launch events and stuff where you can earn a lot more coins a lot faster however it says that per week from organically playing games and earning coins, you can only earn 2,100 coins. So right now we're getting a ton of coins and able to buy a bunch of Pokemon because of the fact that we're playing at the launch of the game. But later on down the road, when these challenges kind of dissipate and disappear, we're going to lose access to a lot of those coin incomes really quickly. So I think that that could become a problem for people that want to play this game more casually later on is that the, that coin cap, because to buy one of the regular characters, it's like the cheapest are 6,000 coins. And if you're only earning... 2100 coins a week you're going to be waiting three weeks to buy a new character at the minimum so yeah. i can say yes and no because i watched league of legends do this so when we originally were playing you know every game you played you would get the in-game currency no matter what whereas now it's like first win of the day you'll get some in-game currency oh you did a quest oh now you can get some in-game currency yeah and i can so, definitely like, see uh, so <laughs> so i guess what they could do instead of like upping the amount that you can get just from playing the games is they're just going to keep doing events like because that's what league does they haven't stopped since they w initiated this like new system that they're just doing events constantly so their players can still buy 
the characters. That's definitely something I could money. see there being changed, especially with them putting the survey out and getting a lot of players' feedback. This was one of the things that I immediately noticed about the game and something that I really wanted changed. There's also the aspect of the, the actual held items. I don't know how much you guys have toyed around with this, but the items you take uh, in a battle <laughs> are upgradable, but it's incredibly grindy to earn the currency that you need to upgrade them. I mean, it, for me, it hasn't really felt too grindy, it, only if I'm, like, you know, actually trying to grind out. But really, I've got, like, let's see, right now I got three items, like, the three main items I use, which is, I think, the uh, muscle band, the leftovers, and then I think, like, uh, uh, I think they were, like, focus lenses or something. Those are, like, the three main ones I use all the time, and I got them all at uh, level 10 right now. <laughs> see, and... I think that's I think it's good. I don't think it'd be a problem, but I believe there's a way in game to buy that currency. So, uh, so that sure. gives other players an advantage if they're willing to fork over the cash. And I don't see I don't think that's quite fair. If there I'm I'd probably have to look, but I don't think I've seen the way to buy it yet. <laughs> now I could be mistaken. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I've seen some people complaining on Twitter and in YouTube videos and stuff about that aspect. It is incredibly grindy, though, in my opinion. Like, cause to get all the, I think they cap out at level thirty. I have four or five items, and I don't think I have any more than one over level ten. I mean, I don't know why it's a deal either way. Well, yeah, like I've, the only reason I can see it playing. being a problem is ranked. Playing in ranked, if you have a, somebody that's paid the money and have a max out item, you're just going to get demolished. If there was, I mean, rate, yeah, like, but if you also have the, if you have the wrong item, you're also going to get demolished. So who cares? I just, I, it's just something to talk about. It's just an idea. Like I think personally, I don't think you should be able to buy it, the currency. I don't think you can't, because, like, if you go into, like, the... I'm going to pull it up while you guys talk. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, like, I don't think there is a way to buy, like, the currency for that. Because, uh -huh. like, when you go into the, like, say, well, at least for the Pokemon shop, I don't think it lists it as a currency. But with, like, the Pokemon shop, it shows, like, all the three currencies for buying stuff up there, which is, like, tickets, some coins, and then the gems, which is for getting the actual Pokemon. And the gems, as far as I know, are the only ones you can actually, like pay real world money for to get more of at least that i've noticed mm -hmm. i'm pulling it up right now i'm gonna check i'm gonna double check it just so i can be sure on the subject but so you guys don't think it's grindy because if right now it feels like it's a lot of rng to get the different challenges to get that particular currency because like i said i don't have many of them upgraded very high i think i, I have I, one I, item at level 10 i think it's only grindy if like you're like really aiming to get your held items like as leveled up as much as possible me i just kind of like do it uh casually you know i'll earn more coins or that currency as i play and then uh -huh. eventually maybe after like a few games i'll see like oh let's see how many i have and i'm just like oh, okay i'll upgrade like this this and that and then i'll start playing some more so uh -huh. really it's more so really like upgrading uh, held items it's more of like a afterthought for me it's not something i really like and adamantly focused on yeah I'm looking... i can't say i know too much considering i'm like level eight i haven't really toyed with it too much i haven't played as much as you guys have mm -hmm. um yeah, i don't like even if they do have the payment service though for it i don't think it's an issue if you're able to buy it they have to make money somehow on this game 
Okay, here's how. Make... Here you can buy them in the store, not only with the um the 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 tickets, whatever they're called. Let me look. What are they called? The AOS tickets. You can buy them with your AOS tickets, as well as you can pay for with the premium currency. You can get the energy boosters, which you know after every battle you get so much boost, and then you can roll in the energy tank, and that so provides it... you with more of the um that provides you with more of that currency that upgrades that's how you go ahead and get more of okay those more so quickly. it's so it's not so much paying for the currency it's more so like you're, you're paying, rolling for, you're a paying for the loot box yeah yeah the loot box so really i think that's fine i mean if people want to try and i mean people who have the money are of course going to pour a lot into that and just roll a bunch of chances but like you know, if you're going to leave it up to RNG on whether they get more of that currency or not, because who knows, someone could invest hundreds of dollars into that and only get like 50 of those, uh, 50 of that currency or whatever, because that's how RNG works. I think that's okay. Okay. Because then you're, okay. They're not exactly, because then it's not so much a guarantee that if someone spends a bunch of money into that, they're going to get a shit ton of that currency. It's going to be left up to chance. Yeah. Okay. The one thing I do want to talk about that I don't mind spending money on at all are the skins. What do you guys think about the skins? Because me, I thought the Pikachu skin with his little hip-hop costume, that was worth buying the Battle Pass alone. If I level up my Battle Pass all the way to level 90, I get a Pirate Cinderace, and that's cool with me. And then I've also bought the Garchomp skin, uh, where he's got like the scuba gear on and the Hawaiian shirt. I think the skins are awesome. Yeah, I do like the concept of the skins. Um, so far, none of the ones I've seen have like really... like caught my attention to where like i really want this skin but like yeah. i am looking forward to at least on like what they're else they'll come up with down the road yeah and right now i think it's very minimal there's not all the pokemon have the skins where i could definitely yeah. see later on when they start throwing out more skins and more pokemon it could get pretty cool i would definitely like seeing where like they'll do skins uh for poke certain pokemon sort of like what they're based off of like imagine like we get incineroar in the game and he has a skin that has him looking like a wrestler <laughs> yeah i i would love to see stuff like that that would be super cool yeah. what about you what are your thoughts toby um i mean none of them have really interested me that much uh as of right now but what i did notice was cool this i did look at potentially purchasing the battle pass at first and it tells you exactly what you're gonna get so like what skins you're gonna get in the battle pass mm -hmm. so i think that's really cool honestly because like i play smite they don't tell me anything that's in the battle pass unless i go out of my way to find it um yeah so it's like i thought that was really cool because it's like oh i could either buy this exact skin that i want or i could pay and work and get all of these so many skins and they tell you what you're gonna get i i liked that mm -hmm. and i am curious to see what they're gonna do with the skins because i mean i haven't seen this type of like i mean pokemon has has such a vast world already i just don't know what they're exactly gonna do and i'm intrigued by it yeah that's another thing we could talk about right there is just the like the sheer amount of characters that they could potentially use in a, a, like playable characters because they have 900 freaking pokemon okay back to what i was saying again we're we're having a lot of technical difficulties this episode but the the sheer amount of pokemon they can have because we're getting close to 900 pokemon the sheer amount of playable pokemon that we could get in this game is really really exciting to me and something that we could definitely have keeping this game going for a very long time yeah i was gonna say like 900 pokemon that can be added to this game in some way or another because there's essentially like three ways a pokemon can be added to this game 
there's the Pokemon you play as, mm-hmm. and there's um when they if if and when they add more maps, which I pretty much think they already are gonna add more maps, then there's gonna be whatever Pokemon they uh, pick for wild Pokemon that you you know capture for points and all that stuff, and then there's gonna be you know the quote unquote Zapdos of the maps, which there's Zapdos for the five v five and four v four, and then I learned when I tried this one time there's a Regigi gas for the three v three map. Oh, so then. Cool. So yeah, then there's gonna be the Pokemon for those, which I, I personally think is gonna be just gonna be the legendaries. Like whenever they have that, add one of those Pokemon's in, it's always gonna be a legendary. I yeah. don't, I don't really foresee us having a legendary that we can actually play as. And then the Pokemon we actually we do play as, I'm predicting. I kind of told this told Nico about this. I it seems like it's gonna be the more popular and iconic Pokemon out of like the entirety of the franchise so like whatever like really popular ones you can think of or iconic ones those are probably going to be the ones we get at some point like i have no doubt we're all, we're going to get all the starters from every region eventually yeah and i definitely think right now we're going to see a lot of the more popular pokemon like if you already look at the roster a lot of the popular pokemon are there like all of the almost all the gen one starters are going to be there uh blastoise yeah, is the next playable character Blastoise has just got P- lost pikachu's there you know a lot of the really popular ones are already there lucario garchomp but they do Charizard, I, they yeah. do have a good like offering of less known pokemon like crustal is a super cool one that they added you know there's yeah. wiggly tough there's um uh, another one is uh Cramorant. Cramorant is super cool scene in this. Yeah. Or Eldegoss. Like so I'm more looking forward to not necessarily the Pokemon that we're all already familiar with. I'm interested in seeing how they adapt the lesser known Pokemon into this game. Well, I think the reason they added Wigglytuff is cuz when Pokemon first started out, um at least if I'm remembering this right, the what they originally planned on was for Jigglypuff to be the mascot of like the franchise. But then Pikachu and his, you know, little red cheeks and his yellow tail came in to be like, nope, we're going with the rat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, I'm keen yeah. on seeing what they add in terms of the other Pokemon. Yeah, like off the like, of course, all the starters off the top of my head. Um, the I can definitely see them adding a uh, Sylveon that one like a uh, in like sort of like a. Uh, that one Null type Pokemon from Sun and Moon. I can see oh, yeah, them yeah, adding yeah. him. And... Type Null or uh, what's the other? Yeah. What's his uh, evolve form? Yeah. I can't think of it. I said it's Savalion. Isn't yeah, it Savalion? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm kind of wondering. I don't think they will, but I wonder if they would do the Ultra Beasts from Sun and Moon in some way. I could see them doing that later down the road. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's like just, for like there, a There's so many. There's thing. so many different options that they could do. Yeah. So I, I here. How about this? Like we'll go through like each of us personally what's like one pokemon you would want to see added in next okay okay yeah toby what do you got what do you got toby i i call going last okay (laughs) (laughs) the boy's gotta think all right for me for me the one i really want to see oh lordy i I mean i can kind of think of one you'd pick appleton yep (laughs) (laughs) give me appleton make him a defender or a support i don't care give me appleton (laughs) give me the apple boy yes now as for me it's like between i'd say it's between two both from a Sinnoh uh region generation and that's uh, you know of course my my monkey boy infernape he's my all-time favorite starter out of all of them 
uh, right above uh, Greninja. Greninja's right there, but he's already in the game, so he's getting left out. And then uh, Luxray, because I was a really big fan of Luxray in that game. All right, Toby, what do you got? Um, uh, Rico <laughs> may have said it because, as you guys know, but no one else does. I haven't really played a Pokemon game since Diamond and Pearl. Right. So what? What's the final evolution of Shanks? Luxray. Luxray. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. that's the one I want. Yeah. Like the, all the, I could think of was the first evolution, Shanks. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I know, I know, I want it. I just, I just call him the Thunder Lion. <laughs> And I like, that's another thing about this game is I like that they're doing so many different things with the Pokemon IP because it brings people that may not want to play the mainline games anymore back in like Toby. Yeah, it's definitely bringing a whole new, it's kind of reminds me of like when uh, Monster Hunter World first came out. You of course had, you know, your uh, normal hardcore Monster Hunter fans, but Mm -hmm. then it just opened up these massive floodgates for all these new people to get into Monster Hunter and that's yeah. part of the reason why Monster Hunter Rise did so well so I think that's going to be the same case here you got your Pokemon fans coming in you got your mobile fans coming in and this fan base is just going to explode yeah, I, I think that's really cool part now I want to touch on something you talked about earlier Rico the addition of more maps because currently we have a bunch of different maps but they're all the same game mode where you're scoring the points what I would like right. to see is the addition of some other game modes. And what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, I th- I would definitely like to see some game modes because, like, right now, the current uh, game mode, I'm fine with it, but I can see, like, maybe me and other people getting burned out on eventually. So I would at least like to see maybe, like, two, at least two more game modes added eventually at some point. Like, maybe, like, a deathmatch mode, or if not that, maybe another, like, point-focused mode, but something more like a capture the flag or, like, something similar to uh like call of duty's hard point mode where it's like uh three different points that you try and capture or something like that i don't yeah. really know i don't know how that was right don't listen to me <laughs> i would think that'd be fun i i'm with you with the traditional deathmatch mode but yeah definitely some other more unique ones because like i feel like if they tried to introduce you know the standard moba mode like you know where you go in you kill the minions you battle the towers then that would kind of take away from what the current ranked gameplay is where if they're going to add additional game modes i feel like they need to add you know more unique stuff like a capture the flag like a domination like a hard point that kind of thing to keep people interested in that or they could do stuff like you know 1v1 1v2 duels that'd be pretty cool yeah that would definitely be some interest so i'd be interesting to see like how the duels work out like would they up like the experience gains where you're just like leveling up crazy quick? I wonder how that would pan out. I just think, yeah, that'd be something interesting they could do. Go ahead, Toby. What are your thoughts? I mean, I want a death match. I feel like that would be so freaking fun. Just <laughs> yeah. going ham at each other, just beating the crap at each other. Um, I want a standard MOBA style siege, the other enemy team base, mm-hmm. but that's what I like. So, yeah um yeah and i it's definitely plausible for them to have like capture and hold the point or like capture the flag because i mean heroes of the storm isn't that far off from some of those modes like they have their own special versions of it Mm -hmm. but they aren't like they do special things like that so it's definitely plausible in the near future yeah i like that i we didn't touch on the fact there is a custom mode as well where if you have a large enough group of people you can just go in and play custom modes with your friends so like we, that's what we used to do back in the day with league of legends we had so many people that played the game we would have too many people on for all of us to play games so we'd hop on and do custom so that's also available for people that want to hop on and just play against their friends which that's always a good time yeah definitely um 
like custom modes always add like a lot to games in general because you can just make up your own like bullshit rule sets and then have people fight over it later even though it's stuff that doesn't make any sense yeah <laughs> hide and seek hide and seek yeah hide i definitely seek. was just thinking like hide and seek would be a cool one with this one we'd have to figure hide that out hide and seek and every time uh you <laughs> every time someone goes by your bush you hop out and just start singing welcome to the jungle <laughs> <laughs> but so we've i'm gonna wrap this up we're gonna wrap the review up but we're gonna go in and talk about some other aspects of the game Okay, because we're already pushing 40 minutes, and I want to make sure we talk about all this stuff. So, would you guys recommend this game? What what would you rate it? I would rate it... I'd rate it at a nice, solid 8 out of 10 right now. I'll probably bump it up once I get... Once they, you know... Once I see, at least, like, what they're going to add in terms of updates. We already know we're getting uh, Blast Toys and Gardevoir. I want to see, like, how often they're going to be adding Pokemon and mm -hmm. how how much they're going to be adding in these updates. But right now, it's like a solid, like, 8 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10 for me. So uh, clearly you'd recommend the game. Yeah, I would recommend it. Like, if you like MOBAs, I recommend it. If you like Pokemon, I recommend it. If you're uh, someone who's not sure of MOBAs or, like, have, like, some sort of impression on just because of what you've seen or heard online, I'd still give this a shot because it's addictive re uh, repeating gameplay with, like, you know, the most charming characters you can get out of park culture, which is Pokemon. Toby, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'd probably give it a solid 7. There's a few things that just irritate me about the game, which I'm sure we'll talk about here pretty soon. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's just a few things that irritate me about the game that I think need tweaked, and there's obviously Pokemon in the game that are stronger than others, and that's just a balancing thing that's going to get worked out in time. So, I mean, but that's, that's also just a MOBA thing. So... Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, as of right now, I 100% recommend it. It's a, like, it's a fun game. Um, I don't know if I would recommend dishing out money like you guys did, but <laughs> I would, I would at least give it a try. It's a free game. Why not? Yeah, and I think I'm more aligned with Rico there. I'd give it an eight right now because it is super fun. It's super addicting. I love it. You got, so, you know, if you grew up with Pokemon or even now, you know, kids grow up watching the newer Pokemon, you get those characters in this game. It's something that you're already familiar with to some degree. And that's something we didn't even touch on. Like, you know, if you've played the Pokemon games or you've watched the show and you read the moves in these games, they're all the freaking moves in the game in the mainline Pokemon game. So you kind of already know what the hell's going on when you get into this. So it's a really, really fun like mix, mashup of just different genres here. And I, I really like it. I'm with Rico. I need to see what their update schedule is going to be like before I bump my points any higher. But for right now, yeah, I highly recommend playing it. It's super addictive and I'm looking forward to the new characters dropping here soon. But now that we've said, you know, our thoughts on the game, we've talked about it. I want to talk about, you know, kind of the future of the game and some other aspects of the game, because Tony, like Tony mentioned, like Rico said, Zapdos is a huge thing right now that people are talking about. So, do we want to talk about Zapdos first, or do we want to talk about, like, the future of the game and a lot of the potential with this game? You're going to have to repeat uh, that. Go, I was distracted. Let's go with the potential, <laughs> the future and potential okay. of the game. I like that. All right, all right. So my, future and potential. my thought with the potential of the game is that there – obviously, there's just – there's a lot. There's a lot, okay, because of the sheer – number of pokemon that we addressed this earlier and i'm not talking about like playable characters i'm thinking more along the lines of what's this game going to look like in october what's this game going to look like in december you know with the holidays and the different themes and the changing of the maps and stuff like that 
And I think that Pokemon, because of what it is, has so much potential to really change the map up in unique ways without changing the actual the way the game plays. So, like, I'm talking like a Halloween event. Like, you change the jungle monsters in there to, you know, like Trevenant, Duskulls, you know, stuff like that. And oh, like make ghosts and dark type Pokemon. Yeah, do that. You know, throw some Murkrows in there. You know, make Darkrai the Zapdos for during the duration of the event. Like, that would be super cool. And they could do that with every freaking holiday. Like, there's so much potential to shake things up and make things look interesting and keep it fresh without actually changing anything about the game. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when it comes to, like, getting, like, more of, like, the Pokemon, more variety of Pokemon involved, it doesn't have to be, like, an all-at-once thing. Like you said, they could just, like, keep some of them, like, ready for um, special events and stuff. Like, uh, say, like, around Chris's time, you know, we'll have a bunch of deli birds running around the, the map and stuff. Yeah, and rather than have it be Zapdos, let it be Articuno. Yeah, there you go. Simple as that. Articuno and, uh, like, Regis for the 3v3 map since they have Regigi gas for that. And it's and I think that's so big for Pokemon because, you know, the fact that everybody has their favorite Pokemon. So just seeing it in the game to some capacity is going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah, it really is. Like, imagine just, like, you know, finally, like, Pokemon Unite adds, like, your favorite Pokemon, and that's what gets you to dive into the game. That's perfectly fine. You might not to get to play as them all the time, but, you know, it'd still be nice that they're, like, actually in that game now. <laughs> yeah. Toby, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, you covered the majority of the things I wanted to talk about, like, how they could change the map up. I think that's, like, the biggest thing that they have going for them with all the different typings, like, the mm -hmm. seasons, it makes it really easy. Um. I am really curious as to how they're going to do the special skins, though. Because, like, yeah. you said Christmas, and the first thing that popped in my head is a giant Snorlax with a Santa Claus. That would be awesome. With a fake beard on, oh, I just yeah. think it would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be a lot of Santa outfits. Like, of course they're going to give... Let, let's just face it, like, uh, Pikachu is going to be, like, the tracer of this game, and he's going to get, like, all the skins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like definitely, I, I wasn't even thinking about the skin aspect. I was just thinking about, you know, how they change the map up and they, you know, put snow in the map or whatever it may be. But yeah, the skin aspect would be really cool as well. Like, you know, in, they already do it in uh, Pokemon Go where there's certain limited Pokemon that you can catch during different holidays like Pikachu in different costumes or like Stantler has like bells around his neck at Christmas time and Delibird has like a oh, bow on its head. Oh god, they could add Stantler and turn him into Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's just so much they could do and that excites me with a game like this. Cuz like well, Go ahead. I kind of just thought of it like in a way I guess they kind of doing that now cuz think of it like most if not all the skins like in the game right now are all like summer themed. Yeah, they're already so that, they're that already headed in that direction where so, right now yeah, like a pool party theme. Yeah, pool party theme, you know, uh, Cinderace has the whole pirate thing going on, you know, say, I don't have to see, Yara, give me your birdie. Yeah, like, it's, there's so much they could do, and that really excites me. And then, again, back to the what we talked about earlier with the new potential game modes, that also really excites me. Just giving us reasons to hop back in and play different, you know, styles, not just the standard 5v5 and the rank stuff. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to what this game has. And then, again, the the, the future characters, that excites me as well. Yeah, I was going to say, the, of course, the big selling point for this game and what's going to keep it going is, you know, the more Pokemon they add, that's when it's really going to keep this game alive. As long as they keep pumping out, like, say, like two or three Pokemon, let's say like every month or every couple weeks, 
that's going to keep the game alive, and they definitely have the potential to do that. I mean, just like we said, over 900 fucking Pokemon you can add to the game. Yeah. So I, don't, I, don't I have even a think... question, actually. Go ahead. Okay, so, like, you guys played during it. So, like, do you think that they're going to release Pokemon? Because, like, we have Alolan Ninetales. Do you mm-hmm. think they're going to release Pokemon that are, like, standard versions, and they're also going to have Alolan versions to play as in the game? I think it's uh, definitely mm-hmm. possible. Or it, they could do it, or they could just use a skin, and the skin, re- it changes the moves. It changes the it move change- effects. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So instead of yeah. Ninetales having, like, the ice moves, it changes to a fire move, and it's just a skin adaptation. I could see that being the way they go about it, rather than yeah. having two variations of the same Pokemon. I feel like they'll do that for some Pokemon, maybe not all, because, like, the way I see it is, like, I, f- I feel like that eventually they are going to do, like, Alolan Raichu, but I don't yes. know if they'll do yeah. normal exactly. Raichu. Because in my opinion, I think Alolan Raichu is more popular just because, you know, you got like, a, you know, a cutesy little Raichu just surfing around on his tail. I mean, that that blew up when people saw that. So why not have him in the game? And I However, think for base, I think yeah, with like, like base, uh, with yeah. Ninetales specifically, the way they do it with the evolving throughout the game, I think that'd be a little awkward just considering how, you know, you'd have two different Vulpix, two different Ninetales versus if you added something like Alolan Raichu. That's just the character. You don't evolve from Pikachu. You just play as that character. You know what I mean? So I think that's yeah. how they could handle a situation like that. And then there's also, like, the possibility, like, of uh, a duo character, not, like, Plusle and Minin. Like, that can be just a singular character on its own, and they're just, like, a dual sort of yeah, character. That That is That'd definitely so something cool. that could happen. Or, like, a... Technically, a dual character, uh, Genghis Khan, and he's got its baby in its pouch. It's like, here we go, honey. We're off to fight. Yeah, like that. There's a there's a bunch of different ones like that that they could definitely implement as well, and that excites me as well. Seeing if they do go about, you know, adding double characters later on, and seeing just what Pokemon get added, that just gets me excited. Which ones? Yeah. Come? Like we we can already like pick out ones that seem like pretty obvious, but then there's of course the ones like who are they going to add who do they consider like the ones that people are going to want to play if they add into this game like you just don't know and like one there's so many different weird pokemon that could like get really interesting like one that comes to mind immediately is wishy-washy and how that operates in game where it goes from the standard mode to the school mode and seeing how that would activate in the game would be something super super cool the one some of the ones that come to mind is like the the fossil pokemon especially with the last gen those are quirky little fellas yeah like there's so much they could do in the different variations yeah there's definitely a lot of let's face it with the pokemon ip it's a lot of potential really yeah and then we could talk about you know some of our issues with the game because i think I think everybody here has something to bring up and like we talked about earlier zapdos is the biggest thing on everybody's mind it is zapdos is all over twitter i made a video on my main channel talking about zapdos because it's just so up in the air right now people are so conflicted about this so go ahead toby because you're the one that has the big issue with zapdos (laughs) like go ahead tell them what zapdos does and then let let it out air your grievances (laughs) super saiyan 3 So <clears throat> Zapdos is basically, he's a legendary. He spawns in the middle of it at what, two two minutes left? Two minutes game, left. Right? Yeah, like last two minutes. Yeah. So both teams 
fight over said legendary and he, whichever team destroys him or captures him he'll he will go to the other team's points or goals and will basically give you an instant score and double the points he gives well he do, zapdos doesn't give him, zapdos doesn't give double the points that's automatically applied at two minutes okay fine well either way it's an instant score and you got yeah. double points at this point I think it's like a second. So, it's like a second or two to load because you can deny people scoring on Zapdos. You have to be quick, but it's yeah, next it is possible. to impossible. <laughs> but anyway, continue. Continue. continue, continue. Let's be honest. Let, let the boy so, loose, Nico. Let the boy <laughs> loose. <laughs> it paralyzes the goal, and they can score immediately. And it just comp- so it allows you to get a ton of points if you're behind and come back and win the game out of nowhere. So that's what it is. Okay. So before you continue, I'm going to just go into a little bit more of the specifications real quick. (laughs) So the people that kills the, the one that actually knocks Zapdos out gets 30 points and the rest of that player's team gets 20 points. And this is all in the two minute window. It's in the double point window. The last two minutes, you always get double points, regardless of if you take Zapdos or not. So this is a huge buff for anybody that is playing in the, that, you know, that last half of the game, it's a huge moment right there okay continue toby i just wanted to give that little clarification <laughs> it's stupid <laughs> oh, oh i took a drink to I, did, it's I, all up. I took, I took oh, a drink as you stupid. did it i took a drink as you said that and i about spit it all over my computer oh man <laughs> oh. to sum it all up he's stupid would you like to would you like to clarify what that means so, <laughs> so i already have a slight issue with it so you already get increased speed with uh scoring goals the more of your teammates are in the goal with you so you got zapdos uh-huh. you got all five teammates or you got three teammates with you you are insta scoring and once you're in the air you're invulnerable you can't take damage it's like oh you're gonna score and you just dodged all my abilities Oh, that's cool. I could do absolutely nothing to stop that 300 points jump that just happened. That's great. We love that. <laughs> I'm having fun. Okay. So, uh, uh, you got anything else? You got anything else to add? <laughs> I, I, I was just making sure. I was making sure. I just need to make sure that my thoughts are coherent, you know? Okay. <laughs> you just got to be like, I have to get my rage in line. Okay. So... <laughs> So I'm I'm on the opposite side of the fence as Toby. I don't think Zapdos is OP in the slightest. I don't think it's a busted mechanic. I don't think it's stupid. I think for the way this game plays, because it's not a traditional MOBA, it's not about getting kills and leveling up and going back to base and getting items and then pushing back up and destroying the enemy stuff. You know, it's not going into their base. It's all about the points you score. So it doesn't matter how many kills you have. If you don't score any points, it, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, so there needs to be a mechanic in the game such as Zapdos for teams that are getting their dicks kicked in the whole game for them to make us one smart play and be able to come back and win the game because it happens all the time in other games. You could be getting your dick kicked in all the time in League and Smite. It happened to me and Toby the other night. We were getting our dicks kicked in the entire game and we made a couple no, smart plays. You were. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we had a, doing fine. We made a couple good plays and we ended up winning the game so there needs to be that mechanic because it's not about getting more powerful over time it's about scoring points and that is what zapdos does in this game see my biggest issue with that whole thing you said was when you said to me that kills do not matter okay 
I don't care what you say. Maybe you didn't pay attention like I did, but I watched that little XP bar because it's something I have to know. Um, and if I steal your last hits on minions because they give such an increase in the XP buff. I steal kills on the last hit so I can get that increase XP buff. You, I've watched people get a triple kill and they'll jump two levels in the early game. And once when they have that high of an advantage with that much of like their abilities that are increased compared to you, it's it's next to impossible to stop some of those guys. Yes. Kills <laughs> do matter. I don't Get care angry. what you tell me. XP tells me the truth. These are facts. Yes, but by the end of the game, everybody is level 12 or they're level 13. When Zapdos is up, everybody is about that level. Unless these people are literally running in circles around the goal. If they're actually playing the game, they are around level 12 to level 13 by the time Zapdos is up. The kills, it's not even about getting kills. This game is more about pushing the enemy back if the, you have to kill them to do that because you have to you if you get hit while you're trying to score it stops the score so it's about either pushing them back to the point where they're too scared and they don't want to lose their points because you do lose i think half your points when you die you lose half your points to be able to score so they don't want to lose their points maybe they're sitting on a 50 bomb and they're trying to save it they're going to run back then you score or if you have to kill them to score it's sometimes what happens but it's not your main objective you're trying to get them out of the fuck the way so you can go and dunk on them that's what the objective is rico you look like you have a thought well you got a thought uh, it's just uh, I I can't I just kind of noticed this, but I look like a Hispanic Heisenberg from RE8. <laughs> <laughs> just a completely unrelated topic there, but I just kind of was looking at myself in the camera, just like, huh, I look familiar. <laughs> but yeah, but and then, uh, go ahead. For like Zapdos, for me, I feel like it's fifty-fifty because in cases, yeah, it can seem like pretty broken. But at the same time, I think it's just because the game's so early on and not a whole lot of people know how to manage Zapdos when he does pop in. See, and that's so, that, that it's the stance I'm on. Because in the terms of Zapdos, you take Zapdos, you have, what, like a 15, 20-second window in order to go score, correct? Yeah, which, in like, that you, can instance, go straight, you can go straight to their home base from Zapdos. So let's say you dick on the enemy team the entire game. You don't need to take Zapdos. If you're up points, you don't need to take Zapdos. You simply monitor the Zapdos. Make sure that the enemy team doesn't get it. There's a couple different ways. You can either just, you know, kind of camp it and prevent them from getting it all together. You can wait till Zapdos, because it does a ton of damage. Wait till it hurts the enemy team, and then go in and kill them, and then take Zapdos, just to add insult to injury. Or, if you they're about to take it, you know group up collect yourselves and defend because they can't all like well, i have yet to see a zapdos where there wasn't a big team fight involved where everybody that got zapdos scored go ahead rico so i was kind of thinking about you say like group up and defend but i'm kind of thinking a scenario like if you're way behind to where like you haven't even got one of the enemy's bases yet if you get zapdos they're not going to be able to group up because now they have like five different points that they have to defend because and you, well, you really can, know you can only gonna... score on the front one. You can only you score. Like only on... Yeah, once you destroy one, that's so when the one behind you activates. So they can yeah. only score on the two front ones. So if they destroy one on the bottom side, they can score on the more inner one, but they have to destroy the one on the outside before they can go to the one on the inside. Uh, okay, but you can go to like the home base one no matter what, right? Because I've done that before. Um, I don't believe so. I'm not positive of it though. 
I'm just gonna say I think I've done that before where like my team got Zapdos and I headed straight for like the main base, even though they still had like that that two... depends. That depends. If they if you've completely knocked out one side, yes, you can go all the way to the home base. I was say I don't know if we did or not. I think there was still like one base left on each side. I can't remember. Just watch me now. I'm gonna dive back in, try and get myself in that exact same scenario. It's like, okay, Mythbusters, let's go. <laughs> but yeah, so like I have yet to see one there where there wasn't a big fight that broke out where everybody on the team that got Zapdos scored. Th that is yet to be a situation that I get. Now, like I said earlier, the minimum points that you can get because, you know, the one guy that kills Zapdos gets 30, you get 20 on everybody else. It's double points. So you're looking at 220 points total right there. Yeah. That is depending on the lead that you have that is not enough to bring you back especially considering to get that 220 points everybody's got a score but you could have points well, prior to that yeah i was gonna say you also gotta think of like how many points you have prior to that because some some people might have enough points to where they're already at that 50 cap and then or who knows everybody gets that 50 cap after killing zapdos and now you just get 500 points dropped on you yes I, 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 I get that there is definitely scenarios where you're going to have more than the 220, but I'm saying a minimum, you're going to have 220 points stacked on your team. But again, you have to have everybody score to hit that mark. What situation has there ever been where there wasn't that you wiped the team and everybody scored? Go ahead, Rico. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, I've had that instance. I, I had some rough games. <laughs> I mean, yes, unless you're like spawn killing them and you're just sitting in front of it waiting and everybody's just scoring right there. Dude, Rico. <laughs> yeah, 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 I've had that happen. But yeah, like, I just don't see. I feel like, I and a lot of people like posting their stat charts. You can look at the stats at the end of the game. You can see where the Zapdos happen. And you can see right there that, like, Z like I saw one today where somebody posted, and Zapdos wasn't taken until, like, 45 seconds left in the game, and all of a sudden the team came back. And they hadn't scored. The team that was already up, that was up before the Zapdos, hadn't scored in the last three minutes of the game. Why did no one score in that time? I think you can break these charts down and really determine what the cause was without really pointing at Zapdos. Because they ended up, there was 100 points that they gained before even taking Zapdos, the team that was down. And that only put them at around 200 points that they were missing to win the game. So Zapdos, See, like, that alone, Zapdos doesn't give you that much. Like, you, you have to have everybody score. If nobody has points, everybody has to score to get 200 points. So there was some flaws in the playing of the other team at that point. Yeah, so like, in the end, I think Zapdos is definitely going to come down to, like, as people get more experience over time. Yes. Because, like, the, the one of the key things, like, the fact that, like, it takes time till you actually score... That's what allows people to defend so well. And Zapdos just completely takes that away. It's like you basically have to stop them before they even get to your goal or else it's basically game over. So it's like I, I do think there needs to be some bounce with it. But at the same time, I think it just comes down to, you know, people learning the game. And that, yeah, I think a lot of it right now is people are just frustrated because there's bad plays on Zapdos. Toby, you feel free to chime in anytime because I can, I can see your face over there. But I feel people are right now. In their age loose. <laughs> they're inexperienced they don't know and it's really hard to coordinate with your teams okay 
And that happens in any MOBA. Teams are just going to do what they want. People think, oh, I can hop in and steal the Zapdos. They're going to do it. They're going to die. You're down a player. So there's always going to be that frustration of my team did it, but that makes Zapdos OP. It's not Zapdos. It's the inexperienced players. Now, yeah. Toby and I were Which... talking about this earlier, and I feel there is a way to simply mitigate the problem with Zapdos altogether. There, there is a way. And I don't know if Toby agrees with this method. But we are talking about it, and this needs to be added to the game. Right now, there is no way to know who's winning and by how much they're winning. It simply yeah. says at certain minute intervals, you're struggling to keep up. We have a huge lead. Stuff like that. It never gives you an exact number. Put that on the screen, and that already tells teams how they need to handle Zapdos moving into the end game. Yeah, and plus, like, it also just tells people, like, hey refocus your goals a little bit maybe like actually come down to bottom and help me out when i'm getting triple teamed <laughs> like some sort of bad porno starring pikachu yeah like i think adding that alone would get rid of a lot of the frustration with zapdos because you could look at it and be like okay look guys we're up 400 points going into the last two minutes of the game if we handle the zapdos effectively effectively if they only let you know of one of their players score or if we just deny them zapdos altogether we don't have to take the damn thing if we just sit on top of it and deny them then we have no problem if we keep the pressure on and we keep trying to score while they're trying to they're not going to have a chance to take zapdos because they got to stop us from going up even farther you know so having that just little number on screen would be like look we now know how to handle zapdos at the end game right it's like i'm gonna say this now though you made a terrible play all right it doesn't matter if you're up don't go and rush the enemy base if the all the entire team is taking zapdos don't do no, it no i'm not saying because i'm not saying they if get they're taking thing, they're gonna come back and they're gonna dunk on you and they're gonna get all of them points i'm not and saying you're i'm not saying sad. i'm not okay. saying they're taking zapdos and you rush their base but i'm saying if you're already zapdos spawns and you're already pushed up they're gonna try and stop you from scoring on that double point zone that's what they're going to be focused on. They're not going to be focused on, you know, pushing to Zapdos at that particular moment. They're going to be focused on stopping your team from pushing farther up. So if you just keep that pressure on and don't even give them the opportunity to go to Zapdos, knowing your points right there lets you make that decision, lets you handle it accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the noob here. <laughs> So for for me, I, I'm with Rico. I'm siding with Rico that it is it's more about inexperience. I guarantee you, in a month or a month or two, give me a month or two, all the tweets that are bitching about Zapdos on Twitter, they're gonna stop. You're gonna we'll hear, still be there. You'll hear nothing about. Well, they'll still be there because you got to delete them for them to disappear. But the recent ones, like the ones that show up daily on your timeline, they'll disappear. And you know what'll happen? It'll be bitching about their teammates making bad plays because that's what every MOBA is about after people learn how the damn game works. I, I've already learned that. I had one game yesterday. It only happened one game. It hasn't happened too often yet, but it, it's starting to rear its ugly head. I had one game where I kept going bottom half with this fucking, uh, you know, Talonflame player. 
we'd get into a fight. He'd fucking bail on me, and so I'm falling behind him with low health. And what does this motherfucker do? He grabs not one, but both berries. And I just stand there watering bags like, well, now I get to wait and heal now because the greedy bastard ate all the fucking food. And it wasn't just one time. He kept doing it over and over and over, just abandoning me. Take both berries. And I'm just like, I need to live. <laughs> oh, like, God damn. Oh, it's a good time. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a good time. It's so nice. I had a good time. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that alone, doing that, and now I will say this: they've been super good. Like I said earlier, they had the survey up on Twitter. They're already taking feedback. If Zapdos is a problem for you, go do the survey. This game is brand new. They need to know what needs changed in the game in order for them for the game to get better and for you to like the game more. So. I will have it linked in the description below of the YouTube version of the podcast. It'll also be in the show notes for anybody on podcast services. If you want to go and fill out the survey, if you have opinions on the game, like I put in my survey that I hated that they were locking the number of coins we could earn in the week. It's, it's scamming people into paying more money on the game. I didn't say anything about Zapdos because I don't think it's OP. That's just a Toby thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> Toby's gonna let me like... give you one more let me give you one way all right here's one here's one way that they could make zapdos less op and okay. it's really simple just reduce the death timers in that two minute window because i've oh, had I... too many times where i have like a 20 or 30 second death timer and it's like well there goes there goes my chance of defending it's like so if, you're it, if you're gonna double it i think they should at least half the death timer I, I honestly thought you were just gonna say take them out of the game. <laughs> no, no, I no, I I genuinely think they need something like that in the game. I've played MOBAs for I don't know how long now, and they always have like a like for League Baron for Smite it's Fire Giant, and in it, Smite's extra modes they had like Bull Demon League had in Twisted Tree Line when that was a thing. Um, the, the vile mall like yeah. you need like you need some type of buff just like to give you that umph in case like you have those neck and neck games but i just think that there's some things that need tweaked like just reduce the death timer and i think zapdos issue is 100 percent gone and no one can complain no matter what yeah i was gonna say like when it comes down yeah. to that like near end game and you start dying and it's like 15 seconds 20 seconds to get back it's like well now you're basically guaranteed loss like you know just just reduce the timers to like at least give both teams a fighting chance but yeah again that comes back to just having experience and understanding the game if you're not making that play on zapdos and dying then you don't have a death timer <laughs> yeah well, i but can't let's, help it when... yeah because you can always go i'm not gonna fight the zapdos that's just dumb no you have to do it sometimes neo oh okay? i agree i it's agree just how it works i agree but I'm saying, like, if you got to interfere, if you're up, there's no reason to take the Zapdos. You're up. Everybody hide in a bush and wait for them to finish. Collapse on them. They're all low on health already, unless they have an Eldegoss that's just cracked, cracked on the sticks. Okay, they're, they're, you're gonna knock out a bunch of them, and not all of them are gonna score. It, it just comes down to smart play, in my opinion. I don't think we're gonna get anywhere on this. We all have differing opinions on it. Rico's 50 50. Toby hates the thing. Like, we're all in different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're all wrong. My, my, my thoughts are correct. You're, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, even if it's wrong, right, Toby? 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you understand. <laughs> oh, man. But that's all I got. What do you guys think? We're hitting an hour and ten minutes right here. You guys got anything else on Pokemon Unite? Not so uh, much on Pokemon everything. Well, not so much on Pokemon Night, but I did want a big question now. Now, this is like the first, like, this is Nintendo's, like, first step into the mobile realm. So I have a question for you guys. What if Nintendo were to make, like, another, like, mobile, like, mobile game based off a Nintendo IP, what would you want that IP to be? Smash Bros. <laughs> so basically just every Nintendo yep. game. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I mean, that's the only way they could do it. I mean, if I had to I pick, a, if I had to pick a single one, um, probably Zelda. Zelda would. Mario. Zelda has a good roster of characters they could do. Yeah, I was gonna say like Zelda really? would be good. Yeah, they got a solid roster over all the games. I mean, but yeah. like, let's let's look at Zelda real quick, okay? What <laughs> other than Link, Zelda, Ganondorf, and like those few little guys you go to and talk to, um, to go and do the trials? Like, what other main characters are there? Sheik, well, all of the Guardians in Breath of the Wild. You have um, those aren't those are main characters. Yes, they are. They're main they're, characters they're in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. They're like big characters. Just because you didn't in, uh... like Breath of the Wild and didn't play Breath of the Wild doesn't mean they're not main characters. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what? We got twelve characters total. You can make a MOBA out of twelve characters. Wolf Link. Let's Wolf Link, Twilight Princess, Minda. Uh, Minda could be her own Minda. character. You could have um You could have sev you could have several different versions of Ganon alone. <laughs> yeah. Ganon alone could change. You could have Pig Ganon, you could have, you know, Calamity Ganon, you could have a bunch of different versions well, of Well at Ganon. that point you're just gonna go ahead and go, Oh, let's add Toon Link. You got well, you no, I, I don't yeah, I don't Link, Toon Link. I don't think you can, Link? I don't think you can change Link because fundamentally Link stays the same in every game aside from like Wolf Link. Fundamentally, balding Link. Fundamentally, Link is just Sword Shield. Okay, so I don't think you could do that character. But Link has a lot of additional side characters throughout all the games. Like if you look at Zelda, Zelda's not the exact same in all the games. For example, you could do Zelda with her Loftwing as a character. <laughs> I've opened up the floodgates. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, like, there's a lot of side characters in Zelda games that you could really do, like Groose in Skyward Sword. Groose would be a good character. Yeah, it would, yeah, yeah, it would be good, even though variants. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> What's that, Toby? Go ahead. Yeah, you want you want the variants and the side people. You don't care too much. Well, like, the side. They're all well, to be, be fair, To be fair, Breath of the Wild, the, the, the Guardians that ran the Divine Beasts, they are playable characters in Hyrule Warriors, which is a mainline game. And it adds a lot more characters where like, they're not so much just a thing of the past now. Indeed. No, they're actual Indeed. characters. Indeed. Which I still need to beat that game. <laughs> See, they, they they are playable. There's a couple other ones, like the Korok guy in Hyrule Warriors, the the Zelda's dad, the king, whatever his name is in Hyrule Warriors. That's another character right there. The 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 Sheikah uh, robot things, though that's DLC, but it counts. The uh the giant the giant women. <laughs> the Groot or whatever they're called. I can't remember what their name is. The race. The fair. The fairies or whatever they are. The fairies that aren't really fairies because they're fucking ginormous. <laughs> then you could go in and add even just, like, the different races. You could add the different, like, uh, you could have the, the Zora, a Zora character. You know, a bunch of different ones. Like, in, you could even the throw... Germans. You could even put Link. Think of Majora's Mask. You could put Link with all these different mask types, and that would be a different character in its own. All I'm hearing is we're, we're doing variants. I mean, just we'll just call, we'll just call it Link Unite. 
Because <laughs> it, it will be majority link characters, but still, it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be yeah, fun it's all just going to be variants of the same characters. That's not true. That's all. That's Wait, all. It let's is. go off about Zeptos. Let us have this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. That's all it is. It's variants of the same character. Like you got to still have, you got to have some type of minion unless we go for the scoring again. But then you still still have to have the jungle camps, the score with. So you got to figure out what characters are going to be your bosses. So it's and like you're you're not going to have only playables. You guys are only looking at playables and like, oh, they can do this and this and this. Like, no, well, they I mean, can't just do this, this and that. Yeah, they can, because they got enough of the, like, random enemy types, like a book goblins in most of the Zelda games anyways, to some capacity. Goblins, hobgoblins, yeah, those, the giant cyclops. Yeah, those can, all the standard Zelda enemies we see in every game can be just a minion type or a jungle camp to some capacity. Then, of course, you can have, like, you can do have, like, all the Blight Ganons as, like, the Zapdos of those games. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of options there. Or just like I a, don't know, man. or just like a big boss version of Ganon in general, <laughs> and then like the that playable one like a grab. Now grab you. We're reaching. <laughs> Which direction is he at? Where can I choke him at? <laughs> <laughs> but that is all we got for this video, guys. For this podcast, hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you're sub to the end of the chat YouTube channel where we do video game stuff every week we all put out our own individual stuff and then we come together for the podcast and all that fun stuff make sure you're subbed and check that stuff out but like i said that's all i got for you that's all we all got to talk about go try out pokemon unite it's a good time you'll have a great time with it it's on nintendo switch right now for free it's coming out on mobile later go play that one but that's it thanks for watching you guys want to go play pokemon unite <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe just a little bit. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, hungry for Zapdos, Pete. <laughs> <laughs>